0: radio I know a place I can know Father, I know when you are safe Or you keep me and hide me In the shadow of your wings I know a place I can always run to In time of distress me father I know in you I'm safe for you keep me and hide me in the shadow really you will hold me and you guide me with your righteous hand I find rest, peace of mind in the shadow.
1: Bless you. You're listening to Reaching Out Radio International in the Word with Sister Pearl. And I am just so humbled and thrilled, privileged of God to be able to be your hostess tonight. I uh, want to share with you something that God has put in my heart for you. And um, just thrilled for this privilege. Tonight I'm going to be sharing about you and I being in the secret place. There is a special place, and it's the secret place of the Most High God. And I can tell you from personal experience, that is the best place for you and for me and for all who place their trust and their confidence, their love, their trust in God. It's just the very best place. And so I want to greet you again. From wherever you happen to be listening to, you might be in some small village or even a big village in one of the many beautiful nations of the continent of Africa. Or you might be in a barangay in the Philippine Islands, one of the many islands. The biggest island is Luzon. I've been there so many times. And then some of the other islands that are there, you might be listening from Vietnam. You might be listening from the great continent of Asia, you might even be listening from the People's Republic of China, you might be listening uh, from Australia, or from one of the many uh, interesting and and, and, uh, very ancient countries in Europe. But wherever you're listening from tonight, whether it's from North America, South America, the Caribbean's, or even Oceania, you might be listening from Australia, New Zealand, one of the many other islands in Oceania, wherever you happen to be listening from, I want to greet you in the name that is higher above every other name that can be mentioned, and that's the name of Jesus. What a wonderful name that name is, so precious, so majestic, so wonderful, There is no other name like that name. And so I tell you what, I want to read to you uh, from Psalm 91, and then I'm going to pray. I'm going to read Psalm 91 actually twice. First, I'm going to read to you in the NIV, which I know a lot of you have NIV Bibles or Living Translation, New Living Translation, or English Standard Version, um, or the NASB, New American Standard But I'm going to read to you from NIV because I know a lot of you have that. But then I'm going to read to you also from the King James Version because that has some special nuggets in it um, in Psalm 91 that can only be found there. So I'm going to do that. But before I even do that, I want to give my special shout-out to a very special lady by the name of Evangelist. Montel feels, and if you're listening to this broadcast, woman of God, know that I bless you. Uh, I love you with the love of the Lord. I'm so grateful to you for the tremendous uh, heart that you have to reach all of the four corners of the earth with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and for that alone, you will remain blessed forever. So let's just go into the first reading, and then I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to go into the second reading. I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight, but that's the way that the Lord is leading me tonight, and so I'm just going to go with whatever He is leading. So this is uh, this whole message that we're talking about tonight, being in the secret place of the Most High, that is found in Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is probably one of the most famous psalms. There has ever been I mean so many people If they don't know another psalm They know at least psalm 91 Or psalm 23 And I'm going to mention Very briefly one verse Or more But I might definitely mention one verse In psalm 23 But our, our main theme tonight Is being in the secret place Of the most high And that is found in psalm 91 I know a lot of the military Um, in America and in in different military uh, groups from all over the world, some of them, if they place their trust in God, they're definitely going to make themselves familiar with Psalm 20, I mean Psalm 91. But not only is this good for those in the military, this is good for every individual that walks planet earth. This chapter, just like the entire word of God, is so beneficial to us as we are living on the earth. And if you ever, if you never knew what the Bible stood for, is I can't say what it stands for in um, the other languages, but I love the acronyms that we use um, for the B I B L E, and and the meaning for that word is basic instructions. Before leaving earth, B, basic, I, instructions, B, before, L, leaving, E, earth. The Word of God, the Holy Bible, is so important to you and to me on a daily basis. Because on a daily basis, we need God's instructions to know how to navigate and how to deal in the world that we're living in that's quickly changing all around us. So let me read to you the first one from the uh, new international version, the NIV, and then I'm going to read, we're going to pray, and then I'm going to read it from the King James. So here we go. The NIV's a translation for Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in, in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's sneer and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes. And see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge, you will make the most high your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands. So that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. And you can put in there, for she acknowledges my name. If you're a female. Verse 15. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, I just read to you Psalm 91, the the New International Version, or for short, the NIV. Let's just pray and go to the Lord seek him for his favor, to breathe upon this time that you and I are going to spend together and that something that's said will draw us closer to Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the wonderful name of your Son, Jesus, I come to you. And I'm so moved by reading this again. I've read it so many times and in different translations. But each time I read it, I'm so moved because I think about what a great and a caring, concerned, powerful, awesome God that you are. And it just draws me to worship you. It draws me to just revere you and to honor you and to exalt your holy name, oh God. Thank you for the great love that you have for each and every one that will call upon your name in earnest and in honesty, O God, in sincerity. Thank you, Lord God, that you don't despise any of us if we come to you in sincerity and we repent of our wicked ways and we acknowledge our 100% dependency upon you. Thank you that you've made this a whosoever will. You said, whoever dwells. And so, God, that is opened up for every man and every woman that is listening to the sound of my voice. Every girl, every boy, every teenager, every child that is listening, Lord God, you've made it available that they can run into that secret place that is only found in you, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would breathe upon your handmaiden one more time, Lord God, and that you would just anoint me with the Holy Spirit's unction to speak only those things that would bring praise and that would uplift the people that are listening and that would exalt the name that's above every other name, and that is no less than the magnificent and awesome name of Jesus. And so, God, have your way tonight. Draw everybody that's listening closer to you as we understand a little bit more fully about that secret place that's only found in you. And and the benefits that those that dwell in that secret place receive at your hand and because of your great mercy, your kindness, and your grace. We ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, I don't know what you have been experiencing, but most likely if you're like me and like a lot of people that live around the world, Uh, This has been a trying time. This has been a time of testing. This has been a time of going through. This has been a time of uncertainty. We know that in Christ, everything is fine and everything will be okay because we, we have found our place and we're dwelling in that special place. But for so many around the world, this has been extremely tough, including, those that have placed their faith in Christ, but even more so for those that have no knowledge, so much more so for those that have no knowledge of Jesus Christ and have no relationship with him. This has been hard. This has been difficult, but I want to share with you that there is a provision that God has made. And like, what was written in the very introduction of this message. Have you ever felt like you just would like to hide away from everyone? I mean, not all the time, but aren't there times that you've experienced, wow, I wish I could just run away and hide. I've felt like that. And I believe many of you, if not all of you, have felt like that at some time or the other. And it does not mean that you don't love your family or you don't love your children, but you you, you just wanted to hide away from everyone, even your spouse, your children, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. You just plain wanted to get away from everyone and everything for just a while. Well, I have some very good news for you. As you're listening to this broadcast, there is actually a place, a very real, special, and secret place where you can do exactly that. You can hide in that secret place. It's called the secret place of the Most High God. Amen. And it's a place where we may gain access, and this place is very confidential. It's a place that our Heavenly Father has designed and designated for each and every one of us and every one of you who seek him earnestly. When I say earnestly, I mean in sincerity. So now I'm going to read, just like I promised, the same Psalm 91, but this time from the King James Version. And that was the first English version of the Word of God. Amen? So let's go to this. This is now Psalm 91, King James Version. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked." Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall you or thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest Thou dash thy foot against a stone Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet Because he hath set his love upon me Therefore will I deliver him I will set him on high Because he hath known my name He shall call upon me And I will answer him I will be with him in trouble I will deliver him and honor him with long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. And so tonight, you and I are looking at this topic, Secret Place of the Most High down a little bit. When it says, and that's how come, I, I, I looked at the NIV, I gave you the NIV, but the NIV says whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Again, the King James, but he that dwell in the secret place because the shelter that God provides for you and for me is a secret place. It's not just a shelter. A shelter is not necessarily a secret place. It's not, I serve on a wonderful board uh, in New York, in New York City particularly, and we serve young, pregnant, unsupported women and their babies, And, of course, we have to place them in a home to give them refuge from outside. And unless they have a place like the place that God has helped us to provide for these young women, uh, they would be insecure. Some of the, the, the men that have fathered their babies don't want to take responsibility or cannot for any given reason, take responsibility for the, the child that they father. Or um, the parents are not interested to receive their daughter that's not married but is now pregnant. And so there needed to be a safe place for these precious young women. Now, we don't give out our address. Because of security. We want to make it a, a secure place for these young women. And so we don't give out the address to everybody and we don't publicize it. And the same way that we want to take care and shelter these precious young women and their beautiful babies, God has provided a very special, secure place, a place that is it's not even just like the place that I talked about, the home that we have for these unwed pregnant moms. It's it, it, The place that God provides for you and for me, nobody else really has that address. Because God deals, this is so key for you and I, well, for you and for me to understand. God has a special place that he has secured for just you. That's how come the word of God talks about it. We're not gonna, I'm not going to teach on this tonight. But there is a name, a new name given to us that that name is given just to us. There's not a million people running around with that name. And that name is written on a white stone the Bible talks about. And and all that signifies is this, that God's relationship with you and with me, he wants it to be personal. Your mother and her relationship with God is different from you and your relationship with God. You cannot go to God solely solely. On the basis of your mother's relationship or your father's relationship or your grandfather or your grandmother or your auntie or your, you know, your friend or your wife or your husband's relationship with God. There has to be a time, and there will be a time, that God is calling you to dwell in that secret place of the Most High. Yes, you're going to find shelter there, but know that it is not just that you're going to find shelter there, but it is a divine secret place, a place that he has designated just for you, a place that you can tell him everything. You can bear your heart before him, and he will not look down upon you. You could have had the worst possible background imaginable, or you could have been involved in the worst possible sin imaginable. But yet, when the Lord forgives you, and he is willing to forgive you, in a moment, just as fast as you heard me snap my finger, he is willing to forgive you. The thing of it is is that you have to come humbly and sincerely because one thing with God, you and I cannot play games with God. <laughs> you know, we can try to put on a front for God and act religious or just say the right things or imitate somebody else that has a relationship with God. We can't do that when it comes to the, To the most high God, the only true and living God, the one who created you, the one who created me, he wants intimacy. He wants intimacy. He wants you to get to know him, and I can tell you already, he knows you. He knows me. And in spite of his knowledge of me, he still loves me. Can you imagine that? In spite of all of the things that he knows about me that are not good, he still loves me. He does not love me because of of, of of me deserving to be loved. He loves me because he created me. He's my my dad. He's my father. He's my Abba. He's my Papa. And he just loves. He loves the people that he's created you and I have to also love him back to be able to experience the love of God. And so the writer of Psalm 91 says that he that dwells in the secret place, let's just break that down, he that dwells, he that resides, he that lives, he that she seeks shelter from or in. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So that means that there is a place that we can seek out in God that is not ordinary. It's not the hit and miss kind of a place. It's not the jailhouse religion kind of place. And and what do you mean, Sister Pearl, when you say jailhouse religion? Well, look, if I for for whatever reason I did something wrong, let's make believe I, I've never I have been in jail, but not because of me being incarcerated, or because of my government putting me in jail. I personally have been to jail lots of times to minister to those that were apprehended and placed, you know, in in jail. So, So I've been in jail, but not because I had to be in jail. But the Bible says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High Shall abide. So I can tell you one thing, that you and I can even be living in a jail, and you might be hearing me tonight, or whenever you listen to this message on demand, you might be incarcerated, you might be in prison, you might even have shackles put on your feet, and shackles put on your, 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 your wrist, but guess what? You can still get into that secret place. Wow. Is there really a secret place? Yes, there is. It's a place that Jesus has designated and secured for you, just for you. I can't come to my secret place. And I'm not talking about a physical, literal place that's tangible that you can feel. But I'm talking about a place, and it goes deeper than just what is tangible, what you can feel. It's from the Spirit of God. When you have a relationship with God, he, he deposits his Holy Spirit inside of you. This gets deep, but it's so real. If only you would reach out and receive what the Spirit of God has for you in this message. There is a place in God that you can get. You have to want to go there. It's not a jailhouse religion. Now let me explain what I meant about jailhouse religion. So if I get put in jail because I did something wrong, of course, most times people are going to pray in whatever way they know how to pray. Dear God, please get me out of here. I don't want to be in jail. I don't like the feeling of having to be told what to do, when to get up, you know, when to go to bed, where I can go. I don't like to be limited in where I can go if I'm just living in a cell or if I'm just living in a dorm with other people that are also incarcerated. So all of a sudden, I'm going to look to God. God, please help me get out of here. And, and that's what I'm calling jailhouse religion because It might not be a jail that you want to get out of, a physical jail, even though that prayer has been prayed, trust me, more than a million times, I'm sure. Dear God, please get me out of here. Get me out of this jail. I don't want to stay here. These people look scary. Uh, I might get hurt in here. I might get killed in here. Uh, I'm not happy here. I miss my family. All of a sudden, people start thinking about their family members. They start thinking about their loved ones, even though they weren't thinking about them a lot before. But then when they get in jail, they start thinking about them. They think about their mother, who they weren't listening to before, their dad, who they weren't listening to. And now they're they're saying, God, please get me out of here. Well, you and I don't have to be in jail to pray that kind of a prayer. We can be in a situation in life, and it's a very difficult place. Maybe we're married to the wrong individual. Or oh, we feel it's the wrong individual, and maybe they're giving us a horrible time, um, and we're so unhappy, and we feel stuck. Or it might be, you know, a job that you, that you took, and you now that you took that job, you can hardly bear thinking about going every morning to that job. Or it could be a home that you bought or a situation that you got into, or a business that you got into, and you're just saying, dear God, please get me out of here. And then God in his mercy many times does answer your prayer and does get you, whether it's out of jail or out of a tough situation, or a bad, horrible relationship where you're being, you know, totally abused and misused. And then you get out of that, but then you forget about God completely. You're no longer living in jail. You're no longer incarcerated. God answered your prayer. You got out of that situation, whatever it was, then you forgot about God. All of a sudden you, you think, okay, well, God, I needed you then, but I don't really need you that much right now. I'm good to go, I got this, I can do this, I can do life on my own. Well, I tell you, you cannot do life on your own, just like I cannot do life on my own. Now, you can try that for a while, but I can only ask you, now that you've tried that, how's that working out for you? At the end of the day, you're still going to need God. And so Psalm 91 says, The person that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow and in the shadow of the Almighty this might be a two-part message. I'll I I, I I'll see how far I can go with this tonight. Because this is something that you and I have got to understand. The Bible talks a lot about God being our refuge and our shelter. Listen to Psalm 27, verse 5. I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version. For he will hide me in his shelter... In the day of trouble, he will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. But now I'm going to pose a question because I just read what it said in Psalm 27, verse 5. It says that he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. To you, and what I'm trying to drive home here is we should be dwelling under the refuge of God 24-7, not just when we get in trouble. You and I should be developing our secret place in God. How can we Go into a secret place. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to tell you, but let's just keep going. Let's just go a little further. Let's go to Psalm 32, verse 7. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance now just to read that alone lets me understand that there's going to be times in my life that i will be going through a difficult time because it said at the latter part of that verse you surround me with shouts of deliverance well it's not necessary to be surrounding me with shouts of deliverance if there's nothing that I have to be delivered from? Think about it. And it says you're a hiding place for me. Well, why would I need to hide if there was not, you know, impending danger? That means that there's, there's a problem going on. So when the Bible says, you are a hiding place for me, you preserve me from trouble, it does not mean that I am not going to experience trouble. It simply means that when I go through, God is with me. Now, I want to read you. Remember I said to you at the very beginning of this broadcast that I might mention a verse from Psalm 23? Now I'm going to do it. Because Psalm 23 says this. And we love Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, a lot of times people think that if they're in Christ or they have a relationship, a real, vibrant, vital, everyday, living, breathing relationship with Jesus Christ, there's not going to be any kind of problems. But that's not what the Bible tells us at all. Let's read verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Doesn't that sound wonderful? He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. But then verse 4, this is where I want to zero in on tonight. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Think about that, because I've thought about this literally hundreds of times. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Can you just close your eyes for a second if you're not driving a car or you're in a place where you can just close your eyes. And if you can't, then don't close. them. please don't get into difficulty because I said close your eyes. I just want you to imagine. Imagine how scary it it sounds about the valley of the shadow of death. That sounds pretty scary. And yet the psalmist is saying that even if you and I, walk through that kind of a very horrendous type place through the valley. It doesn't say though we walk. It says though I walk. So that means there's times that I feel like I'm walking alone, even though, of course, I'm never walking alone if I'm in Christ, because Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will always be with you. But we don't see Jesus in the natural, in the flesh right now. And we know that he, if we're following the Lord, he's deposited his Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us. So it's, it's even better than just walking with him. He's living inside of us by his Holy Spirit. But it says that you and I, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, why did I say all of that? It's to say this. The Bible talks about you and I walking through the valley of the shadow of death. So that means we're going to go through hard, painful, horrendous, difficult, sorrowing, sad times at times. But we're not to stay there. It says, yea, though I walk through. The valley of the shadow of death. Walking through lets me know with no uncertainty, unquestioningly, that I'm walking through, but I'm coming out. Can I say that again? I'm walking through this hard place, but God is going to bring me out. That's what through means. I enter in one place and I come out another place. I'm not staying here. What helps me during the journey? What helps me during the journey? It's to abide in that secret place. It's to abide. It's to stay there. It's to dwell in the shadow of the almighty secret place. I'm going to tell you a story that I heard uh, from David Wilkerson. I did not know David Wilkerson personally, but I worked in his ministry for a very short time uh, for a ministry that I was involved with, a college campus and high school ministry. And I do know his brother, his brother, Don Wilkerson, a tremendous man of God who's still alive. And brother Don, if you're listening to this uh, message, I thank God for you, sir and for your life, and for your testimony, and for your witness. So I remember that, that I think even Brother Don said this too, but I, I specifically remember Brother David saying, I did meet him once, but I know he wouldn't remember me, uh, but I heard Brother David saying this, that his mother, their mother, when she would pray to the Lord, there was a certain time that her family knew Okay, mom's in prayer now. We are not going to knock on her bedroom door. We're not going to call her because she's talking to the Lord. She's with the Lord, and she taught her sons, and I don't know if she had daughters, but I know about the two sons. She taught them that when I'm I'm spending time with God, this is different from my regular time of prayer, but when I'm spending that special time with the Lord, Unless it's a life and death emergency, you must not interrupt me. I am not to be interrupted. Okay. Well, you know what? That was a blessing that she could have had that kind of a time and family that would allow her that time to just be with the Lord. Some of you don't have that opportunity where you can be in the bedroom and you can close the door and – um You know, nobody is going to bother you. But I'm going to give you a secret. You can still have a special place with the Lord, with God, that only you and him will occupy that space. And, And the Lord will show you how to do that. And, you know, that's made available to everybody. For some of you, you know, if, if, you, if your situation is so hard and so constricting, then that's just in your mind. You and the Lord in your mind can have that secret place. Or if you can walk, take a walk and be in a calm place and just have that secret place, even if it's just for a short period of time. Or you can get in a room in your home if that is possible. But I tell you, no matter what, you can have that special place where only the Lord and you are there together. It's that secret place. And what does it mean to dwell? I told you before, it means to live in, to be a resident of that place. And now the shelter refers to a hiding place people that seek shelter especially domestic shelters that's a hiding place from their abuser that's a covering that's a protection from the storm and when we look at the term shadow the word shadow suggests shade shade from the sun that's streaming down, hot, heavy, and almost so, you know, pronounced that it, 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 it takes your very breath. So the shadows suggest comfort, protection, defense. Amen. And so let's look at that again when we read Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place, the place that God designates for only you and him to be there. And you're there, not with just anybody, you're there with the most high God. Now, I know for sure I'm going to have to do a part two to this because I am nowhere near finished. I really still want to spend more time on us honing in and developing a special Secret place with the Lord, and it, you know what an opportunity that you and I have to be not just with anybody, but with the Most High, and we can abide there, we can stay there, we can live there, we can dwell there, under the shadow, under the comfort, under the protection, under the security, under the the covering of not just anybody not your boss, not your spouse, not your child, but of God Almighty. Wow. May God help you. May God help me to understand that, to get a deeper sense of what this really, truly means. My goodness. That is profound. Look what. Psalm 31, verse 20 says, in the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Now, sometimes you and I, in rare occasion, we have to literally cut ourselves off from people that do not mean us well. And they make it clear over a length of time that they do not mean well, no matter how many nice things they might do from time to time. But the underlying courage is, I don't mean you well. And so God says, in the cover of your presence, you hide them in the plots of men. So this is what not God says, but this is what the psalmist is saying about God. In the cover of your presence, God, you hide them. You hide your sons and your daughters from the plots of wicked men and women. You store them in your shelter from the strife of evil tongues. Sometimes you just have to get away from people because all that their tongues are going to say is curses. Evil and wickedness. They don't know how to say anything positive, they don't know how, because all they want at the end of the day is to destroy, is to hurt, is to maim, is to do wickedness. And God says, I will cover those that I love and those that put their trust in me from these wicked people. Psalm 17, verse 8, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. Wow. That's our God, everybody. We will have a part two. Because in the day that you and I, the days that you and I are living in, we need to truly understand what it is to dwell. We'll talk about that some more. To to stay there, not to be, hit and miss, not to have the jailhouse religion, just pray when you're in trouble, and then as soon as you get out of trouble, you forget God. Not that kind of prayer. But to stay in the secret place of the Most High. There is no one higher than God Almighty. And to live in that place, under the shadow, under the covering, under the protection under the security of the Almighty. This is deep. This is deep stuff. No wonder the psalmist says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress. I could tell you story upon story of my personal experience where God has protected me protected everything that is dear to me. I can tell you, and it's not because I'm such a wonderful person. It's because God is so merciful and so kind. I want to pray in the last two minutes that remain in this broadcast for you that are going through a lot of stuff. I'm going to pray for you. Just bow your head and believe God with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every man and every woman that listens to Reaching Out Radio International and listening to this broadcast tonight about that secret place. God, we want to develop that secret place so that we can stay there and be there, live there, dwell there, commune there with you at all times. And we want to stay under the shadow, the covering of your protection, God. And so I just pray for whatever man that woman is going through right now, God, that you would just put your loving arms around them. That you would just comfort them, that you would just embrace them, that you would just minister healing to them. Pour your oil, your healing oil, your healing bombs into that wound, Lord God. Heal them and make them whole as only you can. Those that have lost loved ones tonight, oh, God, hold them close to you. Bring them near to you. Those are going through difficult times. Dear God, there's nothing that they're going through that you are not aware of, intimately aware of, and you have a plan. God, help them to trust you so that you might work out your good plan for their lives. And, Father, for those that don't know you, help them to cry out to you tonight, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Sister Pearl loves you. Until next week, we're going to pick up part two about the secret place of the Most High. God bless you. Bye-bye.